Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Saints a 16-15 to victory over the Tennessee Titans in Cajun Cannon. Oh, initial first thoughts. I know it wasn't the prettiest of games, but we sure do like a pretty outcome as being a victory. Well, uh, the bottom line is we won the game. Uh, we should never lose if we're only giving up in the teens. Uh, you know, I'd have been disappointed. Let's say we'd have lost 18-16. I'd go uh, shame on the offense. For sure. You, you give up this day and age. You give up, I, I would say, even 20. Uh, but if you're in the teens, hell yeah, you should win. Uh, you should win every game. You know what was crazy? I don't know if I've ever witnessed this. Uh, the Titans didn't even convert a third down for three quarters. Three quarters, they were zero for eight on third down. They ended up being two of 12. That's 17%. That was big. That, that, that's beyond outstanding. When you're trying to have sustained um, you know, drives, and if you're not converting on third down, that's why they only had 16 first downs. And then you look at red zone. If you look at that, I'm telling you, uh, we for sure winning double digits. Just, again, uh, we ended up being plus one in the turnover margin. Now, uh, Dennis Allen was to count that block punt. Uh, so uh, you can almost say like a plus two, and I say, well, you should never lose, but, but plus one. The official NFL stats won't say pl- plus two, though. Yeah, uh, plus Sorry, one, Dennis. Uh, but uh, we got to stay on that plus side. If we Amen. continue to do that, you can't help but win and uh, you know, bend but don't break. And you force in field goals, uh, you should win. The game kind of played out like I, I thought it would. Uh, I didn't realistically think we were going to stop Derrick Henry. We didn't stop him in the first half, but you know what? We stopped him in the second half. He had over 100 yards, uh, total scrimmage yards uh, in the first half. We only ended up with 119. And so overall, we made adjustments. Or I don't know, we made adjustments, maybe tackling better. He had that one big... You know, screenplay, because you don't consider him as a pass receiving running back. He ended up having two catches, 56 yards. But, I mean, it didn't surprise me. Uh, we couldn't run the ball. Um, they had the number one run defense in the NFL, and we don't even have – I think even with Alvin Kamara, we would not have been able to run the ball. We might have done a little better, but, uh, you know, average better than uh, 2.6 yards. So, instead of 69, we might have had, I don't know, 89 uh, something like that. I, I think the Titans are that good defensively. This could be the toughest run defense uh, we're going to face all season. Now, I would expect us to run the ball better against uh, Carolina on Monday night, and uh, hopefully that's the case. Uh, now, the one thing on the flip side, I thought we got better as the game progressed on third down. We ended up being uh, 7 of 16, 44%, but uh, not so good in the red zone. Uh, again, uh, they were 0 for 3, outstanding for our defense, but our offense was 1 of 4 in the red zone as far as, uh, you know, 25%. So that's not so good. Uh, but the bottom line is I thought we did get passes defended, but when the ball hit our hands, you know what? We came up with some interceptions. 
Derek Carr, I'm not Derek Carr, uh, Ryan Tannehill, they're going in a different direction than him uh, in the future. He had ended up having three interceptions, quarterback rating of like right at, uh, say, 29. Uh, no, you're career not winning. Career low. Uh, career low. You're not winning anything when that occurs. I thought Derek Carr got better. Uh, a quarterback rating, that's winning football, 96 uh a point one quarterback rating. I know he did have the interception, had the touchdown, but uh, you know you have to look at how he distributed the ball. You know, always to talk about that with Drew Brees. You know, at least eight, if not ten, eleven different receivers catching the ball. So yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So around there, he's still spreading the ball around like Chris Olave, ten targets with eight receptions, one hundred twelve yards. I thought he was outstanding. Uh, Rashid Shahid. Now you have to look at. Um, you know, now he started off the game not so hot. You can't fumble the opening kickoff. Uh, you know, but they're really tackling. They don't tackle in practice anymore. They don't do that. So uh, when teams go ball hawking and you're getting hit, uh, no, that's an adjustment you have to make. When you talk about all-purpose yards, you look at Rashid Shahid as a running back, as a pass receiver. He had six targets, uh, five catches, 89 yards, an average Right at 17.8. So that's 18 yards of reception and a touchdown. Outstanding. If you throw in there his kickoff returns and you throw in the punt returns, 216 all-purpose yards. So, uh, Steve, you have to give uh, a game ball uh, to Rashid Shaheed. Yeah, despite even the opening kickoff fumble, I I agree too, and I gave him the the MVP for the Saints Radio Network today. Because he didn't pout. He didn't, um, you know, like feel sorry for himself. No, and then he produced, right. He was a difference maker. And and then he was a difference maker. We need him to be a difference maker. We need him, Chris Olave, uh, Michael Thomas, Jawan Johnson, Taysom Hill, whoever it might be. We need all hands on deck and to be difference makers. If you look at it, Steve, like you had mentioned early, uh, 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 this is how you want to start. You sleep good tonight, and, you know, uh, it's a 50-50 thing. Either you're going to be 0-1 or 1-0. Now, I guess you can have a tie, but that's few and far between. But now we've won our last five uh, season openers. Uh, which is a franchise record. You know, uh, the t- whether it was the Oilers or the Titans, they've always played the Saints tough. Uh, you know, we're now good enough sample size. We have now uh, played them uh, 17 times. And so we're now 7, 9, and 1 all-time against the Titans. Now, listen, over half of the game, so you've played them 17 times. That's why I thought it was going to go down to the wire in the fourth quarter. Over the half of the meetings in the series – have been decided by touchdown or less. Obviously, this was only uh, one point. Now, uh, if you look at uh, now, we had three and six overall. Uh, we've we've done just as well on the road in Houston or in Nashville, uh, but in in NOLA in New Orleans old school, yeah. we three and six six record uh, all time in in New Orleans. Now, uh, we were looking for the first. Steve, I was still playing. We were looking for the first home win against the Titans since 1993 season. I was about to say, I was a senior in high school right then. Yep, uh, that, they're looking for that first home win against the Titans since 1993. Uh, and the season only went against the Oilers, so when you go way back then. Uh, so, Steve, uh, just a great uh, start because, listen, I always say this. Give me an ugly win versus, man, we played pretty damn good. How did we lose the game? <laughs> right. Because when you look back, when we're going to look at this like come – Probably September we're still looking at this, but come like late November, December, the, the fans and, and and really just looking whether you won or lost and when it's coming down, whether you're going to win the division or not. 
Now, again, come Monday night against Carolina, that, that's a two-for-one. They're down, so we got to kick them when they're down. You know, we're going against a rookie quarterback, so uh, we would need to make them 0-2. and Because uh, that's like a two-for-one uh, whenever you're playing in the NFC South. And the one thing what I like, I, I thought the fans were really into the game. And the reason why I say this is because as of late, it has not been a dome field advantage. It is not the dome field advantage. Do you know coming into this game, we had lost 10 of their last 16 games. That's dating back to 2020 COVID season. Remember we lost a divisional playoff game to Tampa Bay? So, so now uh, we're 11 and 16. So we got to get it where, no, uh, the, the, the crowd, uh, the Houdat Nation, we loud and proud. And the only thing at the end of the game, uh, we were on offense. And some some reason, the, the, the fans started to do the Houdat chant. And Derek Carr had to quiet them down. I go, no, what are you doing? We have the ball. They got overly excited, baby. O- overly excited. <laughs> you cannot do the who that channel. We on offense. Now we on defense or it's a timeout. You can do that all you want. You have to understand you got to observe and watch the game on offense. Then after you score, you can cheer as loud as you want. But it has to be a defensive advantage whenever you're doing uh, that who that chant. Now, looking at uh, what we did uh, defensively, um, I, I thought was outstanding. Guys that you'd expect to be outstanding were outstanding. Well, guess who led the team in tackles? Hmm. Double D, DeMario Davis. Ten total tackles, nine solo. Uh, I don't think he's too old. Uh, that's kind of a tackling machine. When you look, nine unassisted, ten total. He had a tackle for a loss. Pete Werner. Uh, Pete Werner's a tackling machine. He had eight total. He had a half a sack. He had a quarterback hurry. Uh, Marcus May, I know he's part of the Derrick Henry highlight reel with the um, with that stiff arm, but he ended up coming up with an interception in the pass defending. But these three guys, I uh, thought if you look how they contributed, Cam Jordan, Carl Granderson, and Marshawn Lattimore. Cam ended up with a half a sack. He had a quarterback hurry, two pass defendants. You know, that's important. He knows when to put up his hands and bat down the ball, the line of scrimmage. I thought, uh, listen, that's why I said you might want Peyton Turner to play and contribute. But right now, he's not as good as Carl Grandison. No, he's part of the rotation. Carl Grandison, he ended up with four tackles, a sack and a half, four quarterback hurries. Yeah, exactly. Quarterback hits. Hello. One tackle fall loss, outstanding by Carl Grandison. Now, Lattimore, uh, look, he came up with an interception. He probably should have had a couple of them, but four passes defended. So they wasn't necessarily going away uh, from Lattimore. Paulson Adebo, uh, I think overall, he ended up having an interception, a pass defender. That's what I was proud with our secondary is that we were able to catch the ball. Like last year, we'd have had one interception instead of three interceptions. Right. We'd have had more passes defended. Hell with the pass defended. If we get our hands on the ball, uh, we need to pick that son of a gun off. You look at special teams, always want to acknowledge them. Deshaun Jackson uh, led the team with two assisted special teams tackles. Uh, looking at um, Yadam. Uh, here's uh, Isaac Gatum. Uh, he comes up big. He had a, a solo uh, tackle. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, I'll tell you what, end up having a, Football a, player. a solo special teams tackle. How many quarterbacks could say they go down with the coverage units and they get a tackle? Well, that is uh, Taysom Hill. Now, I thought, like, overall, uh, D. Hopkins. You know, that, that, that dude, uh, like, the last two games he's played against the Saints, he's had over 100 yards receiving. Well, today, only 65. And he was targeted double digits. Uh, he was targeted 13 times. He only had seven catches, 65 yards. And 
they were trying to move him around. Lattimore was the only one guarding him. You know, you had Adebo, you had Alante Taylor. I thought for the first time being in the slot overall, Alante Taylor ended up being outstanding considering his responsibility taking over uh, for Bradley Roby. Uh, no, I just think it was an outstanding win. Now, we'd want it to be more comfortable that we wouldn't have to sweat it out at the end. But like Dennis Allen said, you know what we did? We made big plays when we had to. When we had to make big plays, we made it. Now, as far as uh, what, what was that call at the end? I go, damn, referees. Uh, I, I go, you got to – how they could not call interference. And it was about uh, seven minutes left in the game. Car to Alave should have been an interference penalty. Okay, what, what are you horrible looking no at? Horrible no call. A horrible no call. We used to have a horrible no call. <laughs> you got to be freaking kidding me. Uh, that, that, that was – I said, that better not come back uh, to end up biting us. But uh, – you know, overall, when you look at it, the big plays we made down the stretch, you know, your two-minute offense, whether you're trying to get in scoring position or you have to score or you're trying to make first down so you can run out the clock, there's no play better in football, I'm telling you. Even sometimes more than when you score a touchdown, when you call it win the game play. You know, when you know they have no timeouts left and you could just take a knee. Boy, that's when you really feel good about yourself. Because you know what? They have no chance. They should, it's like it's 100%. They have no chance. You could just kneel down and take care of business. But look at the games uh, that, uh, you know, at the end, too, I was kind of disappointed in Kirkwood because he's our best pass receiving, uh, um, a receiver blocking, run blocking. Come on. The, the runners pass you. You can't. They're going to see you holding the jersey. You cannot get that. Right at that two-minute mark, you cannot get that holding penalty. But look at how we closed it out. Like, uh, it was second and 14. Carter Michael Thomas plus eight, third and seven. You want to talk about coming up big time? Carter Rashid Shahid plus uh, uh, 41 yards. To me, that was the play of the game. And then, you know, uh, third and four, Williams gets the first down. So, you know what? We finished the game like we were the better team, and that's what occurred. It doesn't matter if you win by one point, you win by 40 points. It all counts the same. This is the game you had to win to set the tone for the season and take care of of that don't feel advantage. Because when you look at uh, where we're at right now, uh, Steve, and I have to find this somewhere in my notes, but it's like um, we have a bunch of, uh, I, I, I think if I can recall the top of my head, you know why you had to win this game? I think four of the next five games are on the road. Right. You know how you want to take care of home field advantage? That's why you had to win that game, to get the momentum to go into Monday night in Charlotte against Carolina. Well, we got another must-win, obviously, week two because oh, it's a divisional a opponent. Oh, it's two for one. It's exactly. One. You want to kick Carolina where they're <laughs> down, and they'll have two division losses. You know, they lost to Atlanta, and then you want to beat them. And uh, that's what I'm telling you. I was cheering for Atlanta over Carolina because I don't want Bryce Young to have any confidence. Uh, but you know what? Desmond Ritter seems like still like the old Desmond Ritter when he barely threw for 100 yards again. I mean, all I know is right now, and I'm not saying he's Pat Mahomes or he's uh, amongst the top uh, uh, elite, the top five franchise quarterbacks. But look at our schedule. I'm telling you, we have the advantage at the quarterback position with Derek Carr over our opponents. That'll be the case next Monday night. Now, Bryce Young might be unbelievable in the future. But right now, when we play in Carolina, Derek Carr, we have the advantage at the quarterback position or today against Tannehill and next Monday night against the Carolina Panthers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.